Hello, I am Isaac. This is Derek. And we're back with another episode of Untapped Potential. We named ourselves. Yeah, we came up with a name. It's, uh, well, I was thinking of it. Isaac and I met playing 2K, or we bonded playing 2K. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the strategies in the My League when you create, like, a team and you're, like, taking them through, like, multiple seasons trying to win championships is you send them to training camps, you send your players to training camps. And one of the training camps is called Untapped Potential. So you just take Isaac, like, he, he just tanks. He tanks for, like, two or three seasons, gets all the best rookies, and then sends them to this Untapped Potential camp. So what it does is just makes their potential, like, go through the roof, like, A+. And then you end up with, like, 490 overall players, which is coincidentally what the Warriors have right now. Yes. <laughs> if yeah, we want to, like, smoothly go into our next topic. They have done exactly what I do in 2K, <laughs> and they've drafted and then added a couple pieces. Most notably, DeMarcus Cousins. We recorded the last podcast before we knew this news. We walked out of the room in which we record the podcast. I looked at my phone, and then the news broke. But we'd already recorded it, so we weren't going to yeah. go back and add to it. But still, this is just nuts. And I don't even really want to talk about it. <laughs> it. It angers me. He straight up ruined the NBA. Taking how much? $5 million. $5.3 million, the, the exact amount of the mid-level exception is what he took. And what, what's crazy about this, I think, I think I can't blame DeMarcus Cousins. I don't think I can blame DeMarcus Cousins for what he's doing. Really? I, I actually kind of agree with what he's doing. Okay. I think he's okay. Here, here's what's happening. He's never been in a winning culture. Mm-hmm. One and two, everybody tried to lowball him after he got injured. Like that's not okay. Like I get if you're a franchise, you're like, ah, oh, this guy tore his AC, like Achilles. Sorry, yeah, he ruptured Achilles. his Achilles. Yeah, and that's a big injury. But like this man, his averages are phenomenal. Yeah. What for a career he averages twenty one point five points and eleven rebounds. Last season in forty eight games, he had twenty five point two points. 13 rebounds and 5 assists. You cannot <laughs> not offer this man the max. And nobody offered him the max. And so he was like, well, if you're not going to give me the max, then I'm going to go win a freaking championship. Yeah, I understand that. I totally understand it, but it's just frustrating because it's like I, I got excited seeing the Pelicans with Anthony Davis and Cousins. They were kind of like – they seemed like they were meshing after that first kind of like iffy season. Davis wore his jersey. Yeah, he did. He wore his jersey at the All-Star game and then – Cousins just stabs him in the back. <laughs> and the Pelicans are probably just going to be forever terrible. The Pelicans franchise stabbed him all in the back by That's only true. offering him two years, $40 million. You have to offer him max. You have you had to have offered him a max. They got Julius Randle, which I just I, I don't get. I don't the Pelicans know. continue to buy big men <laughs> and can't put a, anybody else around them. Like, look at their small forward position. You still have Solomon Hill on an atrocious, like, $18 million contract. <laughs> exactly. Like, the Pelicans are another franchise that just, like, we're going to throw money at people yeah. and see if they become good. Like, yeah. no, they weren't good. They're not going to just magically get better. Unless they're Victor Oladipo. Which is, you know. Our luck, Pacers? Pacers got Victor Oladipo. We looked out on that. Yeah. But Pelicans are more than likely not going to look out on that. They're going to be stuck in mediocrity, and then Anthony Davis is going to move on to the Celtics in a couple of years, probably. I don't know. Or the Lakers. Or the Join Lakers. LeBron. Join LeBron. He just bought that mansion right outside of L.A. Oh, did he? Yeah, that was big news. Ooh, I could see that. I like that. I see the move. I, I could see that in a couple of years. Because the Pelicans are 
going nowhere, and the Warriors are getting the one thing they needed, a rim-protecting, alley-oop-catching, post-playing big man. Yep. They, they lost JaVale McGee and replaced him with probably the best center in the NBA right now. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years ago, I saw a thing. It was like a couple of years ago, they lose Harrison Barnes, and then they upgrade to Kevin Durant. This year, they lose JaVale McGee, and they upgrade to DeMarcus Cousins. Makes no sense. It it's like every time they decide to take a loss, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just sign somebody better. It's like they're a franchise that just can't do anything wrong right now. It's like they're playing on they're playing 2K on easy mode. They really are. <laughs> it, it's just frustrating. I don't understand it at all. And there's no point. I think they're I, they're going to try for the 98-0. Perfect 82-0 season and then just sweep the playoffs. I could see them going for that because they're kind of – they've been spited – they had what the seventy two and or seventy three and nine season, yeah. But they couldn't finish it off because LeBron, LeBron and Kyrie, yes. But, and Love and Kevin Love, which we'll yeah, we might get to him later. But um, yeah, I think they're gonna want to one up that seventy three and nine season. I could say, and just go all out and never lose a game because <laughs> that's quite in the realm of possibility. They could they could sit out two superstars and, a game yeah. and still probably sweep the NBA. I can see it happening. Like, just take turns with one of the guards, one of the forwards, and then play DeMarcus. They're going to have DeMarcus Cousins running the point guard just because they can. <laughs> yeah. The the third Splash Brother. Which, I mean, we were making fun of him for that one video that was out. But he yeah. averages 33% for his career as a center. That's and last bad. season he had 35% from three. He's, yeah, and that's just going to – that number's going to uptick because he's going to be on the greatest team of all time. He's going to get so many more open looks. And it's just not fair. It's not fair at all. I don't like it. I, as much as I hate the Warriors, I kind of do want to see them go 98 now. That would just be cool to see. But I do despise them, and I kind of don't want to watch NBA anymore. But here we are. But hey, at least we get to watch LeBron play the Warriors four times. That'd or nice. three times, I guess. They're, gonna play four times. they're definitely going to play on Christmas Day. Going to be a 120 to 60 <laughs> blowout. <laughs> But all the kids will have fun. It'll be on Christmas Day, and it'll be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but another team, uh, well, the Warriors are clinched number one. Easily, we'll go. And over they're our, gonna win the championship. We're gonna go over our playoff rankings later, but it's just a given that the Warriors are gonna sweep everything. The Warriors are number one. They're gonna win a championship. Hmm. We're trying to like think of like topics, and a lot of it is just like nobody's really moved around besides Demarcus and LeBron. So we're kind of just going back to people who are kind of staying with their teams. But a guy who's kind of like, he's still on his team, but they don't want him. Is Carmelo Anthony. Nobody wants him. And I don't blame him. No, Yeah, who would want him? I, I saw rumors of the Sixers possibly wanting him. Well, l- let me re- Yeah, let me rephrase that. Nobody wants him on his current contract. No, yeah. he's. What is that contract? Oh, boy. Let me. Carmelo Anthony is making $25 million right now. And I'd argue he should be making as much as DeMarcus Cousins is making right now. <laughs> $5.3 million. <laughs> That's what he's worth it right now. We're looking at his stats. Carmelo Anthony is quite literally having his worst season of all time. I think he had better seasons at Syracuse, and he his, his rookie year was better. His rookie year, he averaged 21 points and 6 rebounds on 2.8 assists. Carmelo Anthony right now, 16 points. Five so, rebounds, one assist. Yeah, one assist. This man does not pass the ball. He literally spots up and shoots. He's shooting more threes. He's, this is the second most. And he's playing power forward. Oh god. 
He's playing a big man. What does he have the lowest amount of rebounds in his career or something? Um, yeah, he's at five point eight. Literally, the he had he had four point nine his third season, but he he him. he's averaging less rebounds as a power forward, and he's averaging more threes and less points. I mean, the NBA is moving out to you know stretch fours and stuff, but Carmelo Anthony is. He arguably should not be in the NBA. I'm just kidding. Yeah, next year he is slated to make a little under, a little, about 70000 less than uh, $28,000. $28,000 for one year. That's what the Thunder are trying to buy out. Wait, $28 million? $28,000. I'll take Carmelo Anthony. No, $28,000. $28 million. $28 million. All right, let's... Woo. Carmelo Anthony, next year, he's slated to make $28 million, basically. $70,000 under $28 million. Oh, my gosh. This man wow. is terrible. He He's trash. Um, we're going to go into the advanced stats real quick, just because uh, sometimes stats are fun. So, PER is player efficiency rating. The average, league average, it's like a standardized um, stat, so that the league average is 15 at all times. He's at 12.7, so he's quite literally a below average player as we speak. And then there's a there's a cool stat called VORP. Sounds fun. It's the value over replacement player, so it's just like how valuable you are over some guy off the street who could replace you. Carmelo Anthony's VORP is negative. <laughs> he's literally con- not contributing anything to his team. He's hurting his team. He's less valuable than, I, I don't know, Robert Covington would be probably. <laughs> I mean, I not to rag on Robert Covington. No, no, there's no Roco slander on this podcast. Oh, no, no. <laughs> big fan of Robert Covington, but, like, he's, he's less valuable than... Like, Carmelo Anthony, as big of a name as he is, is less valuable than somebody that's coming up in the league. It's atrocious. I don't understand it. Carme- because of Carmelo... Sorry, yeah. Because of Carmelo, Oklahoma City is paying the third most for their players at $117 million on their payroll. That's ridiculous. They don't. He's making twenty-eight million of that. He's thirty-three years old. He's on the downcline of his career. What I expected when Carmelo Anthony, I was part of the party that thought he was going to do well on the Thunder. I thought we just have Olympic Carmelo. For, I think he's three-time, probably maybe even four-time Olympic champion. But I thought we just have Olympic Carmelo, where he just gets buckets and that's all you ask of him. But he's not. Even, he's getting sixteen points. Sixteen points, and then one of the. Funnier stats is that uh, on a per game average, he has the he's last in distance run per game in the NBA. So I I'm pretty sure he just runs from three point line to three point line and chucks. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't play defense in the post as a power forward. Just no. like <laughs> keeps them on the perimeter if they get in, then they get in. <laughs> I you know he just I don't know what he contributes to his team. I think if they put him on a team that like. I don't know what role he would fill. What he needs to do, which he's too stubborn to do, he just needs to come off the bench. He needs to come off the bench for a contender and just get 12 points a game, get get his buckets off the bench, and then sit down and let real players play basketball. <laughs> I mean, Carmelo Anthony's probably one of the greatest players of all time, maybe the top 100, top 50 maybe, but like right now he's not looking good. He's on definitely on the down, the decline mm-hmm. of his career. But another... I like Isaac and I are both runners. We like distance stats. He ran less feet the entire NBA season than Andre Roberson, who tore his patellar tendon 40 games into the season. So Carmelo Anthony played 40 more games than his teammate Andre Roberson and ran about 
100 less feet. He, he gave less effort is basically what we're saying. Carmelo gave no effort on the basketball court and got paid $28 million to do it. Sounds like the best job in the world. Yes. <laughs> Carmelo, whatever you're doing, you're doing it you're doing it right, I in need, a way. We need Carmelo Anthony's agent. He's the 11th highest paid player in the NBA right now. For this next year. Whoever, whatever agent helped him finesse that contract is going to the Asian Hall of Fame. I love yeah. him. Oh, boy. Holy moly. Okay, let's stop talking about the, the old guard of the NBA. Let's talk about these up-and-coming guys. The new guard. The new guard. Quite literally. Quite literally, the new... Yeah, I think he's only 17 years old still. <laughs> Devin, 21, 21. Devin Booker is getting a max contract from the Phoenix Suns. At 21 years old. Third season in the NBA. I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's we're, Isaac and I are both at the stage where we're like... We're about 23, and it's like... All these players we like look up to now and think are like so cool. We're older than, and it's just... It's weird. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. Devin Booker could be my son. He could be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm kidding, of course. And he's more successful than he is. Yeah. And he will, always will be. <laughs> Money-wise. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyways. I, I mean, the, the Phoenix-wise, no. Yeah. Do you think he deserves a max contract? Well, I mean, who else is Phoenix going to give it to? That's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, but also, I think Devin Booker plays really well. I, I The problem is... He plays really well on a really, really bad team. Yeah. So we're never going to really know how good he is until mm-hmm. he gets some talent around him. Um, so hopefully these next couple of years there's some people that come up around him and we see if he can actually carry a good team mm-hmm. to, like, win some real games. Um, but right now, like, his stats look good. i just like him to get his field goal percentage up, which he improved it a little bit this year. He went from a .423 to a .32. Sorry, Point four three two. He went from a point four two three to a point four three two. So he went up uh, just a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's, it's enough to show progress. Yeah. Um, His rookie year, he only had thirteen points a game, and then he kind of these past two years, he took major steps, averaging twenty two and twenty five essentially. Yeah. Um, I think just give him a better team. Give make DeAndre Ayton the next Shaq, and you'll have Kobe and Shaq two <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, I mean that's kind of what they're hoping for right here. Um, with Josh Jackson being kind of like some, I don't know. Didn't he have? A con- I think he got concussed in a summer league game. Yeah, Josh he Jackson. he. I mean, he plays good defense. He never really showed off any offense. No, but but I mean, I think be, he's he can be a good. That's a good quote unquote big three. Everybody's essentially in the NBA is essentially trying to get the next big three, and that's a or good five big five. Yeah, if you're the Warriors, you get the big five, <laughs> just without even trying. But I think the goal is to get a big three. I think that's a solid one if they all kind of. Reach their untapped potential. <laughs> That's our podcast name. If they reach their potential, I think that that could be a solid team going forward. And you're right. I mean, they're not gonna who they're gonna get the money to, like Mark. They don't. Have yeah, Mark they're not gonna get free agents. And I, I think the way they did this was really smart too. They, I'm pretty sure they turned down the last year of his team option or extended it past that max yeah. contract. Uh-huh. But either way, it's really smart to do it now. Because he can't test the free agent market and see what else is out there. They're saying we're committed to you as a player. Like, I think the Suns organization is doing this really well um, and securing Devin Booker and saying, like, we care about you and we think you're the next big thing. Yeah. And, like, even if it turns out not to be the greatest move, like, I appreciate how they're committed to their players. 
Yeah, they shot um, the shot. But you just got to take a chance on this. And you are showing trust in your organization and you're showing trust in the players that you guys have. And that goes a long way. Yeah. When, Or you could be like, who's, you know, you could be like, okay, see, and just throw away two all-star, two MVPs. Yeah. <laughs> and show no loyalty to your guys. Or the Cavs. Or the Cavs, exactly. The Cavs and just not... Just flipping half your team at trade deadline just to get swept by the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I think the Suns are... Uh, I mean, say what you will about the Suns, but I think they're a pretty good organization when it comes to loyalty to their players yes. right now. Um, and I think they have been, from from what I remember of the past. I don't know too much about the Suns, but I, I think this is a good move for them. And I, I think he does deserve it. He's worked really hard on this bad team, and mm. he's proven that he is the guy on that team. Yeah. Like, when you think of the Suns, it's Devin Booker. I, you know, can't really name many other people on that team. Um, they did just sign Trevor Ariza, which I think is also a great signing for them. Yeah. It's a lot of money for one year, but also, like, again, who else are you going to spend it on? Yeah. And... You need some veterans. That's kind of like the last year, and I guess they've done it this year again, uh, the J.J. Redick to the Sixers on a one-year. He's done that for the past two years, but that's just quality veteran leadership, uh, good shooter. He's going to teach these young guys what's what. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think Dragon Bender's due for <laughs> a big contract here in a couple years. What has he done? Nothing. I think he's only in his second year, or maybe third year. No, yeah, he's going into his third year. Yeah, but again... Phoenix has no one to give this money to, so throw it all at Devin Booker. A mm -hmm. couple years, throw it all at DeAndre Ayton, and kind of see what. Yeah, and you've out. got three, four years before they're even talking about that. So you're gonna you're you're giving him a contract, and even if it doesn't pan out, you're still gonna be able to pay Ayton when that time comes. Yeah, you know this is a good deal. And then inevitably, when it doesn't work out and they get frustrated being in Phoenix, they're just gonna go to Golden State, and it's just gonna be all, it's gonna be the same thing all over. Again. Yep, he'll take five point three to play for the Warriors, um, with Steph Curry being like thirty eight or something. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, notable free agents. So there there are we've talked a lot about free agency because yeah. that's the big thing that's been happening. I mean, Tyreek Evans signed with the Pacers. I like that signing. We got Doug McDermott with the Pacers. We've got Carmelo looking for a new home. We got Kawhi looking for a new home. We have LeBron James. Um, we have DeMarcus Cousins ruining the league. Yes. I mean, we have all these free agents. But there is one notable free agent still out there, former top five in voting in the MVP race mm -hmm. uh, a couple years ago, Isaiah Thomas, also traded <laughs> at the trade deadline by the Cavs. What's going to happen to Isaiah Thomas, Derek? I think he's just going to like, he might pick up a Chinese Basketball Association contract. <laughs> he would ruin the Chinese basketball, like, I think he'd be the greatest Chinese basketball player of all time. Oh, no doubt. 50 points a game, easy. Oh, yeah. 30 assists. If he goes anywhere overseas, he's just going to ruin all Which of might be the move, but I don't... Nobody wants him right now. I mean, he's been tossed around. Nobody wanted him on the Cavs. Nobody wanted him on the Lakers. And it's just crazy to think that the situation that he's in right now because of the amazing season he had with the Celtics. And the Celtics, again, kind of not showing any loyalty. No! <laughs> there was Isaiah Thomas wasn't was in the playoffs. He played for the Celtics, like, the day after or the that his, like, sister died or something. Yeah. Yeah, and he, like, he showed so much loyalty. The fans loved him. He, like... I mean, how can you not love him? He's five foot four. <laughs> he's scrappy as all can be, and he just tries his best. He's the king of the fourth quarter that year, clutch as can be, and you kind of just dump him on the side of the road to get Kyrie. All actual, well, we don't even know if it's gonna work out because Kyrie's knees are 
<laughs> rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Kyrie had to get screws removed from his knee, and he might have lost that. Tra- Both team that might be a lose-lose trade if Kyrie can't come back healthy. <laughs> well, you know, it, worst comes with the worst. Yeah. Cleveland still gets Colin Sexton, so we'll see how he pans out. Okay, yeah. You know, so he still gets that. But also, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, I like Isaiah Thomas as a player. Like, mm-hmm. he scores. The problem with Isaiah Thomas is, like, he doesn't really do much else. Yeah. Like, he's a scorer. You can't slide him over to the two where you really mm-hmm. want your scorer to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll get you about four to five assists a game. Sure. But he's never going to be, like, your distributor. Mm-hmm. He's a playmaker, but he, he, play, he makes plays for himself. Yeah. And I love that. Especially with his size, like it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But he can't play defense either. Yeah, the, that's... Elephant, the elephant in the room, or like the more the mouse in the room, is that he's five foot. I think he's five foot eight. The mouse in the room. <laughs> and and <laughs> when you <laughs> when you have the modern NBA where your starting point guard is six foot seven, <laughs> you're not going to be able to stay on the court when you can't defend somebody who's a foot taller than you. Yeah. I think Lonzo is on the, he was on the same team as Lonzo last year. Lonzo's literally like six seven. You can't you just can't keep up in the NBA with that. I mean he showed it with the Celtics. He surprisingly had an amazing season, but I I think it's just another case of Brad Stevens being an amazing coach and players going there and thriving and then once they leave, they're trash. Yeah. It's like the Patriots. It's lo- yeah, it's, it's Boston. It's bo- yeah, yeah. You're right. You go to Boston and they feed you something with the what do they eat up there? Potatoes and the, beer. I, I just think of like Irish and potato famine and Irish people in Boston. I don't know. They just got a culture there. They <laughs> got a, they got a culture there. It's in the water. Yeah, it's in the water. The beer, I guess you yeah. leave and you just you you get worse. And I don't think Isaiah Thomas got worse. I just don't think. I mean, and nobody else is willing to give him a chance. Yeah. Um, and. He just uh, – that defense, that's the hardest part. But really quickly, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say anything about this. I watched a video on Twitter because that's all I do. But I watched a video on Twitter of Junior Robinson. Ooh. five five. He's dunking. Isaiah Thomas, if you can dunk, you'd, you'd be signed immediately. So Isaiah Thomas, hit the gym and start doing your squats so you can dunk and show that off, and I promise you somebody will sign you. Is Junior Robinson Nate Robinson's, like, son? I have no idea. <laughs> Would not surprise me. I, I've got absolutely no idea, but Nate, I, I lost yeah. it. I was like, wow. That's insane. And my favorite thing about that video, he has a teammate that just, like, looks at him like, who's this guy? Well, who? And he didn't just, like, throw it down. He threw it down off of the backboard. Yeah. It was incredible. Incredible. I was like, this is nuts. Get this man... A max contract. So, yeah. Isaiah Thomas, take notes. But I, I think somebody will sign him soon. I think they're going to basically say you're going to have to come off the bench. Unless they're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. In which case, they might get him just for kind of a money ploy or, like, come Maybe. see us. Or, like, buy somebody buys tickets because Isaiah Thomas is there, I guess. But I don't know. I think it would be a good signing. What, what team would you like to see Isaiah Thomas go to? Um, I want everybody to go to the 76ers because <laughs> I love the 76ers. <laughs> uh, that's a hard question off top. I don't know. I just uh, I I wouldn't mind him on like a playoff contender as a backup. Just come in, mm-hmm. get bucket, like kind of like Carmelo. Just come in, get buckets. Once you're once the guy you're guarding scores ten straight baskets on you, just sit back down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I would like him on kind of like a contender. I think I think I'd like him on. I don't know. I just picture him kind of with the magic right now is what I'm thinking. Okay. I think I think he'd be good a good filler for that young team, and I think sure. he'd be a good presence to have in the locker room. 
Um, and again, he'd get points, and he, he'd probably add a couple of wins to that uh, Magic team. So, I don't know. I'd like to see him on the Magic or, you know, somewhere where he can just be successful. Um, New Orleans would be cool, too, I think. Mm. It'd be a little fun fun little combination Somebody's got to go there because Anthony Davis can't play with a bunch of people from the crowd. Yeah. Like he currently is. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Um, Drew Holiday had an amazing season. Drew, uh, but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. When, when's he? When's he gonna fall apart again? Is the problem. I. I just. You know. I. I want Drew. Drew Holiday to succeed. I like the Holiday brothers, um, but I want Drew Holiday to succeed. But I just. I'm not convinced. If he does it again, though. Yeah. Maybe we're talking about him top five point guard. I didn't mean to slander Drew Holiday. I love the Holiday family. I love me some Aaron Holiday as well. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. Summer league's kind of boring, but. Yeah. Very. Very much so. Um. And now we've got. Also, I mean, switching switching pace to the um, East, Kevin Love, do you think he's on the move? No, I've well, I don't know. I've seen rumors and like reports and stuff that the Cleveland's like oddly committed to him. Which I mean, I can see it just because you have nothing right now. You're kind of just grasping for some kind of star and some kind of identity, and he's been on your team for the past three or four years. I mean, I think you kind of you're. Stuck in a situation where you have to keep him, just because you have no one else. I mean, I we we believe everybody should just if you're not gonna win the championship, just tank. Yeah. <laughs> just tank and go for the next, like just just try and become the next Golden State Warriors. Uh, Golden State didn't tank, but yeah. You, I don't know. Especially if you're a, a small market team like Cleveland, mm-hmm. I understand like they're wanting to keep a star around. Yeah. Well, like that brings in tickets, but I I don't know. I think they're committed to him, but I, I think when the season starts, like if they keep him through the summer, the season's gonna start, and I just think their fan base is gonna tear him apart. Because yeah. I I just don't think their fan base is gonna ever love Kevin Love. It's sad though, because Kevin Love's done nothing wrong. <laughs> he has done nothing wrong, but like I just see so much hate. Did you see the video last year where Kevin Love, uh, he like fell? I think it was maybe during a Celtics game or something. But he fell on the ground and he like reached up and nobody on the Cavs took his hand to like help him back <laughs> up. <laughs> like he deserves nothing. Like he deserves none of his hate. But he's he's the, he's taking on the Chris Bosh role essentially. Yeah, <laughs> he he plays well. He does his job. He's quiet. Like yeah. he doesn't have any scandal. Like he is a good player to have in your locker room. Yeah. And I I understand from a franchise perspective. I'd love to have him on the Pacers team. Ooh, nice. I'd love to have him. I I would love to see him on any team. But I just do not see him being like the guy in Cleveland. I don't know. I I would. I mean, I'd love it if he came out and like just. Tore it apart. Turned into Minnesota Wolves, fat Kevin Love. Yeah. <laughs> just average 20 and 20. And they just, like, and the Cleveland fans love him, but, like, if he doesn't just become a god, then they're not going to, they're they're going to hate him. Yeah. And the Cleveland's going to have to trade him eventually, but. Just like the, the Cleveland's going to have a whole new team by next year. They're going to trade every single player. <laughs> Everybody's going to be traded at the trade deadline. Um, they'll have only Colin Sexton left. <laughs> is Richard Jefferson still on the team? Maybe Richard Jefferson. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think he is. No, he's, no. he's not. He's not. But, uh, <laughs> you know, may, maybe J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith and oh, Colin Sexton will still be on Cleveland. I don't know if J.R. Smith's even welcome in Cleveland anymore after game one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, do you think they like him? <laughs> I mean, he's still on the team. So, I, we'll, I think, we'll see. I think everybody knew they were going to lose that series. I mean, you can be mad at J.R. Smith all you want, but... You're gonna you're gonna lose the war. You're just looking for a scapegoat. Yeah, you're honestly. looking for a scapegoat, and you, you don't want to blame LeBron. Kevin Love was the scapegoat for years and years, and J.R. Smith 
deservedly so gained that scapegoat as he joined the Golden State Warriors in Game 1 of last year. But Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's going to be an interesting situation to see play out the rest of the team, rest of the season. And really quickly, I mean, really quickly, before we get on to our Isaac, playoff we predictions. we don't have time. <laughs> really quickly, before we get on to our playoff predictions. Um... <laughs> Where do you see – where would you love – I this isn't where do you think he's going to go. Where would you love to see Kawhi go? Like Ooh. what team would you just be like, man, that would be so cool? You know what I'm going to say? I want him on the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> the Sixers need – Kawhi can shoot. Kawhi can play defense. The Sixers already have amazing – I think probably top five defense in the league right now. Um I wanted, I really wanted Paul George on the Sixers. I think that would have been a perfect fit, just a perfect, like, number one scoring option, but then can lock down the other team's best player. Mm-hmm. But you're essentially getting, if Kawhi would go to the Sixers, you're getting a better version of that. Um, I want him in my fantasy world. I want him on the Sixers. I also want him on the Lakers because I think LeBron being, LeBron and Lance, sorry, being on the only two stars on the Lakers is going to get boring. Um I don't know where you want to see. Where do you want Kawhi? All right, so this is going to sound weird. You're going to be like, man, that's off the wall. You haven't even mentioned this franchise in this, in this podcast. Two episodes, you haven't even mentioned the franchise. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be hilarious if he went to the Hornets and oh. won some championships with them. Now, the only reason I say this, I have a, I have a 2K franchise with another friend, and I, I decided I'm going to be the Spurs, but I have to trade Kawhi because okay. like, that's a thing. Like, I have to trade Kawhi. And I was like, where do I send him so that he's never going to affect me again? <laughs> and I sent him to the Hornets, and I kid you not, he's won two championships there. <laughs> and last championship he won, he beat me. My <laughs> team beat the Spurs. So I think it'd be great if he went to the Hornets and won some championships with Jordan. Um, for, <laughs> for no reason in particular other than it happened in 2K. But 2K, I think that'd be funny. 2K can be prophetic at times, so I think... It's going to happen. If Kawhi goes to the Hornets, he's going to win a championship. You heard it here first. Mark his words. Hot Mark take. my words. Hot take. Kawhi, go to the Hornets. That's the only way you're going to win one. That's, That's the only way you can take down the Warriors. <laughs> I think people are saying that he's going to get traded soon. I mean, where do you th- where did the Spurs send him? I mean, they might just pull that strategy. Like, let's send him somewhere where he, we don't have to deal with him anymore. Because... Honestly, they're not sending him to the Lakers. Yeah, unless I, they get, you know, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and the next five first round picks. I mean, well, everybody with like assets has said like we're not going to give you the assets you want, and so like as a Spurs, the Spurs organization has to just be like this is dumb. Like I'm, s- yeah. they have to be so upset right now, and I mean rightfully so. I think for the Spurs, I think Kawhi has a point where he's coming from, and I think the Spurs have a point, but like. That relationship's fractured. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen there, and I don't even want to try to guess. His trade value is just going down as we speak, so it's like he's going to end up being traded for, you know, a second-round pick. <laughs> you, you, you saw that report that said him and his people hid from the Spurs in New York, and I'm just imagining this guy, like, hiding in a freaking closet while Pop's walking around trying to find him. You know, and, like... I, I don't know. When you look at the image of Pop, like, you can't hide from him. Like, I imagine Pop found him, and he was like, 
He's just, like, in a corner, just arms, just, like, in a fetal position. And he still, like, wouldn't talk to Pop. Like, it just makes you sound, like, whiny. And that may be the Spurs running a campaign. But, like, jeez, guy. I imagine Kawhi Leonard, like, a two-man in a trench coat, just, like, his agents on, sitting on his shoulders, and they're just walking around like an eight-foot man. Like, oh, Pop's like, hey, have you seen Kawhi? Like, oh, I don't know. Who's Kawhi? And they just walk on by. Like a little rascals type thing. Yeah. yeah. They're just full of shenanigans, just trying to hide. I think that's just what's been going on this whole season. Kawhi didn't want to play for the Sixers or the Spurs, so he's just, like, coming up with, like, disguises to hide from them. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous! This whole thing is absolutely ridiculous from both parties. And, and like, out of all of the franchise you think would have been a circus, exactly. this is the last one. The Sixers. Or seven, God, I keep the Spurs. The Sixers on my mind. I love the Sixers. Trust the process. <laughs> but the, the Spurs, Spurs are the last, like, you think of, like, oh, they're going to do fundamental yeah. basketball. Now they're a circus. And Tony Parker just left. He did. To the Hornets. Yeah! That's the move. <laughs> Leonard rejoining <laughs> Tony Parker. And the Spurs assistant coach, who's the head coach now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. That's the move. I'm telling you. Kawhi to the Hornets. Let's get it. Kawhi to the Hornets. And if that happens, I'll have to change my uh, playoff predictions. But as it stands, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty confident in my playoff predictions, unless something drastic happens, which we'll update these if that happens. We'll probably end each show with a playoff predictions thing. But, um... Okay, yeah, let's go through these. Oh, you want to just go, like, eight? Like, I say eight, you say eight. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's, let's do East first. Because it's not interesting. East is the least interesting. The least interesting. So in the East, I think this is... I To me, it's pretty obvious who I got first. I got Boston first. Okay. I got the 76ers second. I got the Pacers third. I got the Wizards coming in fourth. I like the Wizards. I like the fact that Dwight's going to go there. I think that upgrades them at center. Oh, I forgot about Dwight on the Wizards. Wizards fourth. Oh, I then I have the Raptors falling from one to five, pending some trades, but I just don't see them having the same success, whether that be confidence or what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Bucks at six, but I could see them jumping uh, even further up. Then I have the Knicks, because Porzingis was out most of the year this You're year. Right. And I think he's going to come back. I think their young guys are going to have some – um, development, and I think they're really going to surprise us, maybe come seventh. And mm-hmm. then I have Detroit, because I think Blake Griffin and Drummond didn't get a chance to mesh, um, and I think that team could probably sneak into the eighth seed. They were only a couple games out this year, so I think they could sneak into the eighth seed. Yeah, they might pull a DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis and like find some chemistry this next season and make a move. For the the knockoff Pelicans and the Pistons. The knockoff Pelicans. I like that. Okay. I've got I, – I threw this kind of haphazardly. I don't care about – nobody cares about the East. It's irrelevant. <laughs> None of this matters, but it's – I guess it's fun to talk about. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'll say mine. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't listen to yours. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. That's fine. Just go, ahead. Know, so, go ahead. I'll argue with you <laughs> if I dislike it. Okay, number one, I got Boston, obviously. Um, they were the two seed without their two best players, so I can see them. Getting the one seed, obviously. Um Two, I've got the Sixers. You had Sixers at two as well? Yep. Okay, I like yep. the Sixers. I think a lot of it depends how well they do this season. I think a lot of it depends on how Markel Fultz develops. I was super high on Markel Fultz, and then he literally forgot how to shoot a basketball. He, he forgot he was playing on a team. <laughs> so, I think... The Sixers, that's the key. Markel's the key to them getting the two-seed. I like them at the two-seed. If, if Joel stays healthy, if that whole team stays healthy, honestly, they're kind mm-hmm. of really injury-dependent. Um, 
Toronto at three, I think they're just going to be stuck as like a top tier team, but not really able to do anything. Or maybe they just kind of see it as like, we don't have to deal with LeBron anymore. Let's like actually try and go win. <laughs> and that just, that just like gives them new life. Like LeBron is not being their dad anymore every year. <laughs> so I got the Raptors at three. Uh, you had them, you had them taken over. I, I had them taking a dip to five. Yeah, I can see that. Their core is just, they're, I mean, they have a good bench. I think they had the best bench in the season yeah. or the league last year. Um, but that DeRozan-Lowry core can only take you so far, I think. Mm-hmm. But I just see them being, you know, top three team in the East in the next year. Pacers at four. I kind of wanted to put them at three. But I think the Pacers are in a really good position. They've got a solid team behind them. Victor Oladipo, you, you'd think he'd only get better. The key to them is Miles Turner playing like a big man. Miles Turner needs to put on some more. Or you throw in DeMontis, Sabonis, and Miles Turner in the starting lineup, move Sabonis to the five, he can play like a big man, Turner can play the four. Maybe. That young off the bench. The Pacers are very dependent on their young big men. Like, however, wherever they go, I think that's where the team goes. Yeah. Um, Because Miles Turner kind of had an underwhelming year this past year. Yes, he did. Um, Bucks at five, I think Giannis is just going to carry them. I think Giannis is just going to go Super Saiyan and (laughs) carry them to a five seed. And they just got Brooke Lopez. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like Brooke. That'll be a nice upgraded center for them. Nice. Bucks at five. I had the Heat at six. You you took them out. I had them in notable mentions because I never know how the Heat are going to do. There's a well-coached team. So I just like to think they'd make the playoffs, yeah. but I can also see them getting the number one pick in the draft, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea with their roster, <laughs> what they're going to do. Uh, Wizards at seven. <clears throat> Wizards six or seven range for me. Um, I think Bradley Beal and John Wall are going to tear each other's heads off <laughs> before the season ends because there's reports that they hate each other. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, they don't like playing together, but <laughs> they like hate each other as people, but... They're, I think they can squeak by in this terrible Eastern Conference. And then I've got the Cavs. I've got the Kevin Love-led Cavs sneak into the eighth seed. Oh, jeez. I basically – I was pretty lazy with the East because, again, this doesn't matter. But I kind of just rearranged last season's playoffs because nothing matters. I, I, I see the Cavs getting a top-five pick this year, to yeah, be honest really. with you. Yeah, I, I, I mean – Maybe they do a little better in their mid-tier Eastern Conference okay. team, but I, I just really just hope they don't do well. All um, right, let's just no, – East is bad. So here's the West. The <laughs> West, which is, again, an obvious number one seed. The Warriors, um, they upgraded. They could play two – they could play three All-Stars a game and still be the one seed. Um, you have the Rockets who re-signed people, but they also lost Trevor Reza. I think that's under-noted. That they lost You're Trevor right. Reza, that. and that's that was a big player for them. So I don't know. It depends on if they get Mellow, but we just talked about Mellow too, and I yeah. I do not think that's they'll get by him. just strictly based off of if CP3 is healthy and James Harden being probably another top three MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll get by as a two or three seed just solely based on that. So I've got the same two as Isaac to begin with. Yeah, and then I've got I've got OKC in three. OKC. Yeah, I've got OKC jumping up to three. I think. This year, Russ, Paul George, um, Stephen Adams, and I think the bench depth of Nerlens Noel really does help them. Okay. Because I, I did, I do believe with Carmelo playing the four all the time that they had rebounding issues, and I think Nerlens just really fixes that. Yeah. Um, A healthy Andre Roberson will yeah. 
come into play as well. That will help them immensely, I think. Yeah, and I think just that meshing of that team, plus Paul George and Russ seem to love each other, so no, maybe that, that romance will take them to They had that party when Paul George was um, – <laughs> The night that Paul George announced he's going to stay in OKC. Which to me just seemed like a whole uh, ex-girlfriend type thing. Like, <laughs> look, Katie, look what you could have had. <laughs> now I love Paul George, not you. Um, you know, one of those things. But, you know, we'll we'll talk about that some other time or maybe never. Uh, hopefully never. Paul George doesn't exist to us. Yes. <laughs> dead, um, dead to me. And then the fourth seed, I have the Lakers. Okay. Um, I, I have the Lakers. I think LeBron's just going to lead a young team. To the four seed, I just cannot see him being less than a four seed. He has to have home court advantage in the playoffs. Mm. Like I, I can't. I've got the Jazz sitting number five again. Okay. Um, because I like the Jazz, but I don't see them getting noticeably better. Um, New Orleans number six. Okay. I think Anthony Davis still does his thing. I think Drew Holiday has another good year. Um, Portland number seven. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have them falling. And then I have Denver making another jump and improvement, yeah. going number eight. I could see them going higher. And I like the Lakers. I want to go back. The Lakers are number four. I like them because of Rondo. Yeah, too. Rondo was another addition that got added to the team after our podcast, our first podcast. If he, if he starts or if he comes off the bench, I think he's a phenomenal add. And I think he's great to put next to Lonzo. Not next at the you, same time. You think he's going to start over Lonzo Ball? No. Well, maybe. No, Lonzo. <laughs> Lon's goat. <laughs> uh, but I, I think he's great. He's a great mentor for Lonzo because I think that's who you want him to, like, put his game around. Yeah, Rondo with the shot is what I – with a three-point shot is what I see Lonzo turning out to be. But Lonzo has not shown that, so he's quite literally Rond- on the trajectory to be Rajon Rondo. As we yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was your top eight. Mm-hmm. All right. Noticeably, no Spurs, of course. I think they're going to get rid of Kawhi sooner or later and just kind of – Stink. <laughs> yeah, but even if they get rid of Kawhi, I think they're still, like, we're still talking about them making the playoffs. And they might not. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it. But, but I think they're still going to be on the verge of it. Yeah. yeah. And in the Western Conference where one game separated, like, seeds three through eight. Yes, the Western <laughs> Conference was separated from seed three to seed nine was a three-game difference. Okay. So that's insane. Yeah. So that's why it was incredibly difficult for me to pick this. Okay, Golden State, Houston, one and two. I had the Jazz making a move up to three. Okay. I, I like Utah. No, I, I like that. Donovan Mitchell, if he makes a leap in his game, he could be. You think he has to. I mean, unless he has a sophomore slump like people tend to, but he was just really good this year. I can see him just kind of embracing that and just like full-on being the leader. Rudy Gobert is coming off defensive player of the year. Um, I think he can just continue that. And mm-hmm. I see them just being like what the Trailblazers were this year. As a three seed, just a solid team that just winds up being, like, just by winning regular season games alone and being good in the regular season, a three seed, but then playoffs will come and they'll lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Jazz at three, um, Lakers at four. I had them at six originally, but it's LeBron, you said he's going to have one quarter advantage. He's yeah. going to get, he's going to have his way with the regular season. He probably won't even play after. I don't know. LeBron's going to find a way <laughs> to finagle a top four seed. Um, uh, five, I've got OKC. I, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like OKC. That's why I got five. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, six, Nuggets. I like the Nuggets this year. I think they're kind of in the same mold of... Um, without like a star player, they have Jokic. Is, I mean, Jokic is a star player. Yeah. 
I mean, which he's getting the max. Too, as mu- so. He's getting the max. Well deserved. He's as much of a star as you can be when you're a European player playing in Denver. And he does um, everything. He literally does everything. It's well, great. Yeah, I like the Nuggets. Got them at my six. Got the T Wolves at seven. I think Carl Anthony Towns is going to be the key to that. I think he's just going to turn. And I I truly believe Cat will be like an MVP candidate for. During his prime and in the next couple of years, he'll just gonna be an MVP candidate perpetually. I've got them on notable mentions, but I, I've that those reports about Jimmy Butler just like hating the work at, That's ethics. That's true. That that whole chemistry thing had me thinking like maybe they just don't make it this year. I was really excited about them coming in this year, and then I got really disappointed just because I haven't done anything, and I don't know. I, I want them to do well. I want Cat to be the next coming of Hakeem, but. It's not looking like that. I'm just hoping that they... I think they'll grab a 7 seed. That's just me being biased and hoping. And then 8... I've got Pelicans <laughs> at the 8 seeds. Just merely for the fact that I want Anthony Davis to play the Marcus Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> and just score... Just put up a 50 and 25 stat line every game in the game out. Um, but, yeah. Took out the Spurs. Took out the Blazers. Um, I do think... I want to see. I don't know if I think it's so much as I want to see it. I want to see either Lillard or McCollum moved by the end of the season. Um, I don't think they're going to coexist. I don't think they can coexist enough on this team for them to make a run. I think they kind of need to just run with one and kind of just like work towards the future. But they might, for all I know, they might stick with them. And I got them missing the playoffs. So. Yeah, I, I I remember a game last year. Where they came out of the first half and the rest of the Blazers team had scored like six points. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's insane. But I, I do like the way that they, they re-signed um, Nurkic to an amazing deal. I really do like that deal. It was four years, $48 million. Mm-hmm. So four years, $12 million a year. Like, that's a solid contract for a inside-scoring, rebounding big man. Yeah. Like, I like that for both parties. So I, I I like Portland. I I had them at seven. You had them. I had them missing. The playoffs, yeah. But still, yeah, I like them at seven. And I had the Clippers too in notable mentions because a lot of people thought they would just absolutely be terrible this year. Mm-hmm. But they turned it around, and I think they got a lot of young talent that could develop. Um, or they could just be mediocre with this young talent. But I think they got a lot more assets. They have a lot more assets than people give them credit for. So the Clippers could sneak their way into this playoffs. But the West is just so it's, stacked. It's too tight and like so stacked that any of these people <laughs> could miss the playoffs. Yeah, like one injury might – like if Donovan Mitchell gets injured, the Jazz are out of the playoffs. Easily. You know, if Paul George gets injured, then the OKC's down to the seventh seed. If Carmelo Anthony stays on the Oklahoma City Thunder, <laughs> yeah, they're a 10 seed. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, if Carmelo stays, then OKC's not a three seed. You know, if – DeMarcus Cousins gets injured, then the Warriors are still a one seed. So, I don't know. but <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. But that, that's kind of what I got. Now, if you had to pick now, who's your NBA champion? <laughs> is this even... Yeah, it's a dumb question. It's the Warriors. But if you could... Never mind. I, we can't even have that discussion now. Like it's That's one even... of the basis questions for like podcasts and like sports shows. Like, who do you, who do you choose? It's if you go out fun. on a limb, yeah. it's not fun anymore. If, if you can't pick the Warriors, who are you picking? If I can't pick the if Warriors. If you can't pick the Warriors, who you pick? Oh boy. The, the Lakers? Uh, LeBron. You you always say betting on LeBron. You you gotta bet on LeBron. If I the guess, Warriors yeah. um the Warriors get in the train crash, 
I don't know if they take trains anymore. No. <laughs> Bus crash. Uh, or okay, no, I don't want anything bad to happen to the Warriors. If if um, the Warriors if the Warriors didn't exist, okay. LeBron would win the championship. Yeah, <laughs> is what we're saying. Um, I I think I honestly think Boston's gonna have a real chance next year, you even with the Warriors super team. Well, who do you think is gonna be in the finals? I think it's gonna be Warriors Boston and, and Warriors. Okay. Yeah, the Celtics and the Warriors, and I think the Celtics are gonna give them a, a run for their money. I think it's really underrated that the Celtics have. Just the amazing bench that they have. They do have good um, bench. Like, we saw that depth step up in a starting role this last year and take LeBron to seven games. If they would have had their whole team, I think they would have been a fi- in the finals this year. Oh, definitely, And I yeah. think they would have given the Warriors a better run than LeBron did. And I think this year, even with DeMarcus Cousins, I think they're going to have to do something with the rotation of the Warriors to neglect the fact that they are so deep. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that the Warriors are going to have is DeMarcus Cousins is probably going to be able to manhandle Al Horford, I think, um, and their backup center Baines. Yeah. But other than that, I think um, player for player, you've got an okay matchup with the Celtics and the Warriors. Yeah, they, it'll go five games. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics will grab one at home. Yeah, a ge- nice gentleman sweep. They'll let them win one so the Warriors can go on and win the sweep at home. But or. Win the series at home, and but. you know maybe Kyrie gets mad and beats the Warriors again. Maybe we're talking about Kyrie next Ooh. year as the Warrior Killer. Ooh. You know maybe he's the X factor. That is the X factor. Kyrie just goes off like he did in 2016. Exactly. I can see it. So I think I think that's all. That's all the time we've got. Yeah. Um. But that was a lot of fun. I think. I hope. I hope you agreed. Not you, Derek. Them. No, I, I hated every moment of it. Well, good. <laughs> I'm we're forced, all on the same I'm page. I'm forced to be here against my will. <laughs> <laughs> we're all on the same page. So, um, anyways, thank you for joining us if you uh, stayed with us. And please join us next time if we do this again. Who knows? <laughs>